Welcome to this week's episode of Grief with Grace. I did some of my soul profile readings last week, and I wanted to talk about a theme that came up in many of them. So we're going to get real in this episode about healing. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. Most of my life... I lived on what I called autopilot. I simply went through the motions of life, especially as an adult. Um, part of that is because of the the generation that I was raised in or the time that I was raised in. Um, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, we were living in a very, a very different time and people were not as aware of or as connected to their higher self, to their spirituality. Um, it was more of a more of a simply human and 3D life. And so I would go to work, I would come home, I would make dinner, I would help the kids with their homework and do laundry and watch TV and then go to sleep and get up the next day and do it all over again. It was basically rinse and repeat. I know a lot of you understand that. I know a lot of you lived that way too. No judgment. That's just the way that things were not that long ago for most people or for many people. And I mean, honestly, what I was doing was I was reacting to life. I was reacting to events that occurred in my life or in the world. I was reacting to all the external things that went on. And it was exhausting. And the reason it was exhausting is because I was giving my power away to everyone and everything outside of me. If my family was happy and doing well, then I was happy and doing well. If they weren't, then I wasn't. I mean, it was, again, it was exhausting. Once I began taking responsibility for things in a new way, which started to happen when I left my marriage in 2008, that's when everything started to shift for me. And I credit this for the way that I have navigated life since my son left and went to heaven three years ago. So let's take this to our healing. I shared that as kind of a, um, kind of a setup so that you would understand what I'm about to talk about and relate it to healing. Healing doesn't happen by accident. If you don't take anything else from this episode, Please remember that 
It doesn't happen by accident. We don't just stumble upon it. I wish we did. That would be so much easier, wouldn't it? But we didn't choose to incarnate on this planet because it's easy. Our souls know that it's challenging to be in a third dimensional body with all of its challenges and restrictions and whatever. But our soul chooses to incarnate because of the growth and the evolution that's possible when we come to planet Earth. Now, if you're listening to this in real time, when it goes live on January, it'll be January 25th. We just moved out of Capricorn season. And I'm bringing this up because the energy of one of the energies of Capricorn is about responsibility. And so here's how this plays into healing. You and you, and this is something else I want you to really embody and really let this move through every cell of your body. You and you alone are responsible for your healing. I'm going to say that again because it is so important. You and you alone are responsible for your healing. If that stings, let it sting. You know, so often we look for someone else to save us, to heal us. That is on full display right now with so many people looking to the government or big tech or big pharma or anyone and anything outside of them to, quotes save them from COVID. But here's a secret. You are a sovereign being, fully responsible for yourself, for your life, and for your healing. And, you know, responsibility requires being honest with yourself about your life, about where you are in your life. It requires setting boundaries, loving boundaries, but boundaries, setting them and then holding them. It requires asking yourself, what are you willing to accept and not accept? It's going to be different for everyone. There's no right or wrong in this. What's right for me might be might not be right for someone else. And that's okay. The key is to find what is right for you. And here's another secret. We are all wounded in some way. Many of us experienced wounding of one type or another in childhood. Maybe you were sexually or physically abused. Maybe you were abandoned by one or both of your parents. For me, I lived a really idyllic childhood until I was 13. We lived in a beautiful home in Southern California. We went on amazing vacations. My brother and I went to private school part of our elementary school years. And then it all came crashing down when my dad lost his business and we had to move when I was 13. Think about when you were 13, what a tender time that is. You're not a child anymore, but you're not an adult. You're in this in-between area, this gray area. And then to have the entire foundation of your life pulled out from under you, this is where we develop root chakra issues because the root chakra is all about safety and security. I lost all of that. Yes, I still had both my parents, but the foundation of my life was fractured and completely shaken up. When that happened, we had to leave the home that I had grown up in. I had to leave my little circle of friends. And yet, it turned out to be exactly what I needed. We moved to a new town. I had to go to a new school. Um, I had to make new friends. I was a very quiet, shy little girl so I was forced out of my comfort zone. And I will tell you that that has helped me 
do the things I've been doing since my son passed away, especially doing this podcast, showing up in a very visible way um, that I probably wouldn't have been able to do if I hadn't had those experiences when I was 13. Um, I was forced out of my comfort zone. It was a very traumatic experience at a very tender age. You know, as I'm saying this, I'm also so I'm also thinking of a couple of other examples of of woundings that people have that play out in different ways. So in my paralegal career several years ago, this was probably, I don't know, 10, 12 years ago, we had two different cases where either our client or the opposed one was our client, one was um our one a different case was our client's husband. Um, had grown up in very prominent, very wealthy families here in Atlanta. These people had every advantage in life. I mean, wealth beyond what most of us can even begin to imagine. And both of these people ended up with serious drug addiction issues. I remember that one of them was in, he was in and out of so many rehabs that we couldn't even count all of them. Another one, the other one, this was the client's husband. Let's just say that I learned things in that case that people do with drugs that I had never heard of and never even imagined. And yet from the outside, these people should have lived fairy tale lives, not ended up as drug addicts. I know some of the most beautiful, amazing mothers whose children have gone to heaven due to um, drugs who have beautiful lives, they have beautiful homes and beautiful families and beautiful, stable careers. What leads a child to go down that path. I believe that it's from different kinds of, yes, there is a physical component that that is separate from what I'm talking about. But, you know, we come into this world with woundings from past lives. We come into this world with soul contracts um, where our soul wants to have certain experiences. And unfortunately, that is the path that many souls choose to go down to have the experiences that they want to experience. As a human, I can't wrap my mind around so much of this, but this is what I know from the last several years of my life and diving deep into my own healing and then working with people who are healing from different types of traumas. So, My point in sharing all of that is that we never know what people are going through. We don't know what their childhoods are like. We don't know what their past lives are. We don't know what their wounds are from this life or previous lives. Whatever has happened to, whatever's happened to these people in their childhoods or in the past at any point or in their past lives is not their fault. It's not your fault. What has happened to you is not your fault. You've done the best you could at any given moment in time. I have said that to my divorce clients for years. I truly believe that. But here's the thing. What happened may not be your fault, but your healing is absolutely your responsibility. It's yours and yours alone. Now, in saying that, I don't mean that you have to do it on your own. I mean that it requires you choosing to reach out, find a mentor, a healer, a guide to assist you. But you have to take responsibility and actions for your for your own healing. And I've said many times, but it's worth repeating here in this context. 
I had built a really strong, solid foundation in my life before my son left this life three years ago. I had created a life I loved, and I had a foundation that was clear of chemicals, pharmaceuticals, alcohol, toxic energy for the most part, so that when the unimaginable happened, I was able to stand up on that foundation and rise from that foundation. I was able to connect with him the very day he left this life. And then several times in the days and weeks right after that, that doesn't always happen. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you if that didn't happen for you. It doesn't mean that you cannot establish that connection. It just means that for whatever reason, my soul had led me to create that foundation that I then had when he left this life. Now, When I was creating that foundation, I had no idea that my son would leave this life before me. Absolutely no idea. That was not even in my realm of possibility in this life. So I wasn't creating that foundation with that in mind. I was simply following my intuition. I was doing the deep healing work, going to the dark places, doing the shadow work. I was healing from things that I had learned about my... my. mm, How do I say this? about basically how my mom, how I came to be, let's just put it that way, how I came to be. I had been told one thing growing up, and when I was 51 years old, I learned that that was all a fairy tale. It was all a story my parents had told me. They, I understand that they told me what they told me as a way to protect me, because it was a different day and age than it is now, but it affected me deeply. And so I was doing a lot of deep healing work to try to heal from that wounding. But after Greg left this life, I had a choice. I could stop my healing work. I could stop growing and expanding. I could basically give up on life and just shut down and just go back to going through the motions of life until I take my final breath in this life. I see a lot of people doing that. I make no judgment if that's their choice, if that's their conscious choice. But there is another choice. There's the choice to do the healing work, to live the fullest life that you can, to make meaning out of, for me, out of the tragedy that unfolded so unexpectedly in my life, to do the hard, emotionally brutal work so that I can continue to connect with him, so that I can live the life my soul came here to live. So hopefully I don't have to repeat any of this. That's what I chose. It isn't the easy way, not at all. But I did it with intention and I did it with love. I did it by showing up, by taking responsibility for my healing and by finding people who could assist me. I didn't try to do it all by myself. I didn't try to do it by myself before Greg left this life. And I certainly didn't try to do it by myself after he left this life. But I showed up and I keep showing up. I did the work that was required. Yes, I'm using the word work very intentionally because at times it is, it's work. It's a labor of love. And yes, to be very transparent, there have been times where I've also signed up for a program or to work with someone um, one-on-one as a private client, and I didn't do the work. Healing doesn't happen by osmosis. It doesn't happen by me showing up to a phone call and then going on about business as usual in life. It happens by intention and by taking action on what I learn in a program or what what I talk about with a mentor in a private one-on-one call. 
you know, what's that, what's that Albert Einstein quote about the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. It's the same thing with healing. You must take different action in your life for anything to change. I know that from my own life. And the clients I work with who have the best results are the ones that take action on what we work on. You can make excuses. I can make excuses all day long for why I don't do something. That is not going to help me heal. It's not going to help me heal physically in this life. It's not going to help my soul heal and evolve and and have the experiences that it wanted to have when it came to this life. But seeing the clients I work with who have, I may have just said this, but it's just coming in again, so I'm going to repeat it. The clients I work with who have the best results are the ones who do take action on the things that we talk about, the things that we work on, the ideas that I give them, the downloads that come through in our sessions. And seeing their healing and seeing them step into their purpose in new ways is why I keep doing what I'm doing, because I'm helping them heal their soul. I'm helping them heal parts of their heart, but I'm also helping them heal their soul. To me, that's the bigger, my bigger mission in this life is to help people heal at soul level. I am honored to work with others who want to heal from whatever experiences they've had, whether they're from this life or past lives. We all carry baggage and crap and karma with us from our own current life, from our past lives, and from our ancestors. And if you're listening to this, I know without a shadow of a doubt that your ancestors are cheering you on and supporting you and moving forward in your healing. Because when you do the healing work, you heal for yourself and for your ancestors and your your descendants for seven generations. Think about that. Seven generations. I've talked about that before. Seven generations is like your, I don't know, great, 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 great grandparents. I don't know how many greats there are in all of that, but it's a lot because you've got your parents, then your grandparents, your great-grandparents, your great-great-grandparents, your great-great-anyway, it's a lot of people. A lot of people. That is the ultimate gift and expression of love that I can ever imagine. Ever imagine. And that's what your soul is seeking. If your soul wasn't seeking it, you would not be listening to my podcast. I promise you that. So um, this is going to be the last episode of January of 2022. So I want to remind you, if you are ready to move forward and heal by intention, if you're ready to find your purpose and how you can uniquely express it, I would love to work with you. It would be my deepest honor. So until next Monday, January 31st of 2022, if you're listening after that, reach out and see if there are other ways we can work together. But until midnight Eastern time on January 31st of 2022, you can still receive a soul profile reading and a chakra analysis for one investment of $111. The women who have had these readings have had such insights into their souls. And I would love for you to experience this too. All right. What else did I want to share this week? You know, I don't know about you, but I feel so much expansion and healing is ours for the asking this year. It doesn't just happen by stumbling over it, though. And so I hope that what I've shared in this episode has given you some inspiration that you can heal at quantum levels if you choose to. 
That's why I'm offering this soul profile and chakra analysis combination, because that can help you heal at a quantum level. If you are interested in one of these readings, just email me at info at laurielatimer.com and I will send you a payment link. We'll get you on my calendar for probably February now. Um, and we'll see what your soul has to share with you. It's super exciting and it's just such sacred work. So until next week, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.